When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. This is episode 69 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hey there, welcome back. Dumpster diving. What comes to mind? Now, of course, right? Dumpster diving is a common practice for many people on the hunt for treasured and free finds. But for the rest of us, I'm willing to bet we have preconceived and negative notions about the practice. I get it. I'm right there with you. What about dumpster diving for food? Did you just scrunch your nose up a little bit? I bet you did. Would you change your mind, though, if I told you that dumpster diving for food almost always means that the food is untouched, not expired, and in its original packaging? So let's say I told you that your favorite crackers are in an unopened box in a dumpster. They haven't expired. No actual cracker has ever touched the dumpster. Would you consider eating them? How about your favorite expensive imported cheese? Again, it's not expired. It's still in layers upon layers of original packaging. It's never been touched. It has only been in the dumpster for five minutes, and it was only discarded from a grocery store simply because it wasn't purchased. My guest this week is Cameron McLeish. He started a YouTube channel with his mom, who, by the way, is a professional sous chef, and the channel is dedicated to both the act of dumpster diving and the act of cooking delectable meals with his dumpster finds. He's calling attention to the food waste epidemic in a big way, and he's on the show today to explain what he's doing, why he's doing it, and he also offers practical tips for the rest of us who will never ever willingly hop into a dumpster too. Now this week's show notes are found at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 069. Enjoy the interview. Cameron, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much. I came across you and your food waste related endeavors via the Today Show. Congratulations on that, by the way. It was a great segment. Thank you. Why don't we start for people who didn't see the segment by telling us who you are and what on earth you do? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Cameron. I have a an online cooking show called Cooking with Trash, uh, essentially where we make use of food that would otherwise be wasted that um, either grocery stores or bakeries, other businesses would throw out and um, we repurpose that food, rescue the food, uh, I like to say, and um, turn it into gourmet meals. Um, so my mom is a sous chef. 
she works at a at a restaurant in the area and it just kind of was a I don't know a spur of the moment idea I I had been dumpster diving for a few years um and I had been seeing firsthand the amount of food that was being wasted on a on a daily basis um and after a couple of years of that it just you know started to dawn upon me that wow this is this isn't you know going away this issue is just it seems endless um so that's when I had this idea to link up because I can't cook I can maybe I can cook uh you know cereal that's about it but my mom, on the other hand, is a very well-trained uh, chef, so I thought it would be a cool idea to kind of combine the two and create this cooking show called Cooking with Trash. So uh, that was about four or five months ago, and uh, yeah, so far, so good. So far, it's had some really positive uh, reactions and um, uh, a lot of really good feedback from the public. People are, are uh, being inspired, and a lot of people, weren't, you know, they're not aware of the food waste crisis um, until, you know, they were shown it firsthand through my videos. And that's amazing for me to, to experience sort of thing. So yeah, that's pretty much, that's, that's what I'm doing in a nutshell. I'm wondering though, what came first? Did the dumpster diving come first and you then were alerted to the food waste problem? Or I guess what I'm asking is why did you start jumping into dumpsters? Um, <laughs> I never thought I'd be asked that question in my life. Um, why did I start jumping into dumpsters? Well, uh, basically, it all started in London. I was studying there. I was a frugal college student, and I would do most of my shopping at the end of the day, towards uh, in the evening when the grocery stores were were uh, closing. And uh, I used to watch them uh, stack these carts full of perfectly good food, all of the the bakery breads, the cheeses, uh, you know, uh, meat as well. And um, everything's still in its package, still pristine. And I used to watch them cart it out to the dumpster. And me being the the cheapskate that I was, uh, you know, I would approach the employees and ask them, well, hey, is there any chance that I might be able to at least buy that food from you at a discounted price, something like that? Um, and I was always met with, you know, company policy, liability risks, et cetera. Um, and they wouldn't actually let me <clears throat> take the food, even though it was going to the dumpster, they wouldn't let me take the food. So um that was when I first considered jumping into the dumpster because I knew where that food was going. I knew I, at the time I thought it was gross to just jump into a dumpster and pull the food out, but I knew the quality of that food. And, you know, I was like, well, what's stopping me from, from picking that up literally 20 minutes after they had thrown it out? It's still fresh other than the fact that it's, you know, been placed in a dumpster. So, but I didn't have the courage at the time. So fast forward, I went to Australia uh, and New Zealand and I, met, I stayed at a couple, um, you know, kind of cool communities full of open-minded free-spirited people. And um, one of them was a community that uh, basically survived off, to, off of dumpster dive food. Um, and the first day I arrived there, I had just gotten off an international flight from the US. I was exhausted. I, was, I put my bags down and um, I told them, hey, I'm going to go get some food, be right back. And they said, hey, no need. We'll, we'll cook some food for you. And I thought, well, hey, you, know, you guys paid for that food. I don't want you to, you know, to spend your money on me kind of thing. And then that was when they told me, well, actually, we dumpster dive all of our food. And the community had about 30 plus people in it and breakfast, lunch and dinner every single day. Everyone ate like kings and queens um, off of the food that grocery stores would throw out. So that's kind of how it it started. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was definitely grossed out when I first uh, you know, went on a dumpster diving mission. But it was amazing as well. The first time I opened up a dumpster, um, it was like opening up a treasure chest to see all of that perfectly good food. Um, you know, thrown out. It was it was bittersweet. It was both amazing and also shocking to realize, wow, this is this is unbelievable that this is all just being thrown away. So so that's kind of how the dumpster diving started. 
So I know that the purpose of your project is to bring awareness to the food waste problem. And I don't want to harp on the dumpster diving, but I kind of do because it's so fascinating. I'm just wondering if you can walk us through dumpster diving for you today. Like, How do you pick the dumpster and what on earth is in there? It's it's a little bit of a of an adventure. No, I lie. It is an adventure. Um, so you, it's what's in the dumpster is always going to be a mystery. You, you never know what they've thrown out. So that's that's kind of uh, the fun part about it. In terms of finding the right dumpster, um, that's just kind of trial and error type of thing. I usually I'll get in my car, um, I'll drive around when, whenever if I reach a new destination or something. I'll just drive around. I'll put in my GPS all of the local grocery stores. And um, I'll go to the back of the grocery stores where the, the loading bay is, and usually they'll have a dumpster there. And um, it's essentially just, you know, opening up the lid and, and looking inside and seeing if there's anything edible in there and or if there's not. So it's a, it's a hit and miss thing. There's a lot of times I'll go out there and I won't find anything. And then there's times I'll go out there and I'll find an immense amount of food. So it's kind of like a, a trial and error thing. You just, you, you kind of learn which places are, are throwing out more food more frequently than other places. Um I found uh, bakeries as well are uh, great for, you know, fresh artisanal bread and, um, you know, even cheeses, things like that, uh, smoothies. You just got to get creative with it. What about restaurant dumpsters? So that's a little bit different um, because restaurants cook and prepare a lot of their food. So a lot of the stuff that they're throwing away um, isn't still packaged. It's, you know, maybe the leftover scraps. It You know, I could dumpster dive uh, restaurants. I just I find it to be a bit more messy, and as well the opportunity to donate food with food that has already been prepared or cooked. I, I think there's more of a risk when it comes to eating food that has already been cooked and then thrown out in the dumpster, as opposed to food that has been sitting in a refrigerated area in the grocery store and then placed in the dumpster, and maybe it's been sitting there for 20 minutes or sort of thing. So I think for me, a lot of it has to it boils down to the uh, the risks. Um, and also the quality of the food um, that the restaurants are throwing out. Now, that's not to say that restaurants aren't throwing out immense amount of you know perfectly good food as well. That's that's definitely the case. But I just find grocery stores and bakeries and things. This is this is food that is prepared, packaged, um, ready to be eaten, ready to be you know donated if if you you know have, if you've dumpster dived too much. So so that's kind of my stance on that. Do you purchase food the conventional way these days? I do, yeah. Um, so as I was, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, obviously dumpster diving it's a total gamble what you're going to find. So there are there are days where I'll go out there and I won't find anything, um, and obviously I, I need to eat. So um, I do grocery shop <clears throat> from time to time, but I I, I usually shop um, at you know local markets, uh, farmers markets, things like that. Uh, there's a new grocery store that just popped up. There's a zero plastic grocery store called uh, Sprouts. And uh, I, I'll shop at them. So I'm, I'm even if I am going to be shopping for food, I'm very conscious about where I'm getting that food and where that food is coming from, which I think is you know a huge issue. That's another topic, but um, you know I think it's very important for me at least to to know where my food is sourced and um, uh, I guess the places that I'm buying it, you know, kind of thing. So. I'd love to transition and talk about the good you're doing, which is uh, your YouTube channel. You said earlier your mom is the chef of this endeavor. And I'm wondering, how did you get her on board? Oh, yeah, that's a story in itself. Um, well, so I had this idea. And, you know, I, I should say first and foremost, I am unbelievably, uh, I guess, 
grateful to have a mom who is just she's so open-minded and is you know regardless of how weird and absurd my uh ideas might be you know she's she's always on board she's always you know uh there to get involved so when i first approached her with this idea she knew i had been dumpster diving i'd been you know you know telling telling her stories about it and she's also um uh, an eco activist as well she um uh just got her restaurant um ocean certified ocean friendly so they've they've reduced all their plastic and everything like that so she's very much on board with this kind of um i guess direction that i'm taking so when i first approached her about it uh i knew i had you know i'd asked her would you be interested she said sure let's let's give it a shot she was of course very hesitant at first um and then i went out dumpster diving and i brought over a massive haul of of really good food from one of the dumpsters and i you know placed it on her kitchen on her kitchen counter and um, she almost broke down in tears, I swear. She was so moved by the amount of perfectly good food. And I think that's kind of th- what I want from from the channel is to to show people. Because it's one thing to hear about it and read statistics. And it's a whole other thing to see it firsthand, to see, you know, this is a reality. You know, this is, I'm pulling this amount of food, perfectly good food out of these dumpsters on a daily basis. So she was definitely moved by it. And, um, you know, but throughout the the months, it's definitely been... Uh, a growing process for the two of us, you know, when she first started, she wouldn't actually eat any of the food that we had cooked because she thought it was, well, it was dumpster food. And, you know, that's understandable. I I totally understand that. Um, And it wasn't until like, you know, as we moved on and we started preparing all these really nice meals and, you know, I, she obviously she's, she's a chef. She needs to taste what she's cooking. So she'll, you know, so start tasting it and, then she's like, actually, this is amazing. And then she'd start eating it. And so it's definitely been a, a process for her. But at first, initially, she was very hesitant to to uh, get involved. What has the feedback of your endeavors been from your friends and your extended family? Did they eat the food that you guys are cooking? No. So I don't really cook for other people so much. Um, I usually will just cook for myself mainly. I have... So as I said in the past, um, a lot of my friends that I did go dumpster diving with that I'm still in contact with, they're fully on board. They love it. They support it. Um, my friends here in Tampa uh, that I went to high school with, they don't dumpster dive, but they're, um, uh, yeah, for sure. When I first uh, you know, showed them the project, a lot of them were like, what is this guy doing? But very quickly, I guess as it started to pick up traction and they started to see the direction that the project was taking, they became thrilled and super excited. And of course, after the Today Show, they were all like, oh my God, this is an actual thing. Well done. And so it's it's amazing as well to see their mindsets are starting to change on the whole on the whole subject of, I guess, dumpster diving. And not so much dumpster diving, because that's the other thing. Although dumpster diving is a key component of the show, um, I, the main focus is on food waste. You know, I I'm not necessarily encouraging people to go out and dumpster diving or using dumpster diving as a uh, viable solution to reducing food waste. I, the main purpose of this project is to is just to expose the realities of food waste. So, but in saying that, um, yeah, my family, friends, everyone has been super supportive, very amazing. Um, so, yeah, I feel absolutely grateful for for their reactions and their support. I'm wondering what is the, in your opinion, what is the neatest or best tasting thing that you've created with your mom? Oh, that's a really hard one because we've made so many, you know, the the thing is with cooking is um, it's an experiment, at least for us, because that's part of the show. That's part of the, the exciting part is that 
we don't know what we're going to get from the dumpster. And so I'll just bring back a haul of all this perfectly good food. And my mom will then just kind of have a look at the food and assess what she could do with all of it. So we've we've made some shockingly bad dishes. I'm not going to lie. We've also made some really tasty meals. Um, I'm trying to think recently. We did like, um, it was like a guacamole salsa. It's in one of our episodes. That one was amazing. We had um, an avocado and uh, all these vegetables. And then we I can't remember what we had put it on. We made French toast. We make a lot of jams. So things like um, berries, um, when they start to, I guess, decompose, not to a point where they're, they've been, they become moldy or, you know, super gross, but, you know, when they become soft and squishy, either we'll compost it, but a lot of times we like to make jam out of that. So I think that's another route that we're, that we want to take with cooking with trash is, you know, um, uh, I guess showcasing different ways in which people can make use of food that might be not 100% fit for direct consumption, you know? Um, so things like berries that are starting to, to decompose a little bit, you can turn that into jam or make apple pie with apples, with bruised apples, that kind of thing. So, yeah. I think that many of my listeners are probably under the assumption as I was that Food in the grocery store that's not being sold or is nearing expiration is just donated to a food bank or a shelter. But what I hear you saying is that's not the case. Is that accurate? Um, so it is and it isn't. Uh, there's definitely a huge majority of um, – I think people are starting to become more aware of, of their waste, uh, obviously, with everything that's going on with global warming. And um, I think a lot of people – there's a huge zero plastic – movement going on right now. And I think people are starting to look at the way that they're living their life and the ways that they produce um, a lot differently. So in saying that, I recently, we were up in New York for the Today Show and we dumpster dived there as part of the show. I wanted to you know, have the hosts try a bit of the dumpster dive food. I thought it'd be a great way to basically show that you know this isn't an isolated issue because majority, well, basically 100% of our, our episodes are filmed here uh, where we live. And so I thought it'd be a great idea to try dumpster diving up in New York to show, you know, our viewers that it's this isn't an isolated issue. This this is occurring all over the country, all over the world. In saying that, while we were up in New York, it was amazing to see a lot of the places that we would go to actually didn't have any good food. It was actual food waste, you know, like things that were rotting or, you know, had broken open, that kind of thing. And we had actually stopped in a couple of uh, bakeries and restaurants, and they confirmed that they had um, uh, collection programs uh, implemented with local food banks and food shelters and different charities that would actually come and collect all of their, um, their, I guess, food that would otherwise go to waste and make use of that, uh, distribute that amongst the food insecure communities. Um, and I had an awesome opportunity when we first started the project to have a tour of one of the um, big food banks here where we, where we live. And... Um, so, and their, their whole setup is a huge, massive warehouse and they're, they're, they've teamed up with a bunch of different grocery stores in the area. Um, so it, there are a lot of, um, businesses and who are on board and who want to, you know, make use of this food, but there are also, I'd say an equal amount of, you know, businesses who honestly, the reasons why I couldn't tell you why they're, they're really throwing out the food. A lot of what I see could potentially just be pure laziness, but, um, but yeah, so it's it's about half and half, I'd say, from my experience. What are you trying with your YouTube channel? As I mentioned earlier, my my primary goal, I guess, focus right now is to expose the realities of food waste, and um, it's I think it's an engaging way as well. It's not so uh, dramatic and 
depress- I mean, the, the, the reality is it's, you know, we are in the U.S. alone, we waste um, 40% of our food that is produced. It, it goes to waste. So there's a huge amount of food that's being wasted, and it is definitely a, a shocking reality. But I think the thing with cooking with trash is I wanted to expose this reality in kind of a more of a lighthearted, fun way. So that's where I'm at with cooking with trash. And I guess more of an engaging way. You know, I was trying to think, how can I highlight this issue without it being, you know, um, I guess, how can I highlight this issue and have it be engaging and people would want to, you know, watch and laugh and learn and kind of thing. So that was my idea behind the whole cooking show is that, you know, you've, you've got my mom, who's the talented chef, and then you've got me, who's absolutely useless in the kitchen. And, you know, together we we create this meal. So right now, it's it's my primary focus is just highlighting um, food waste. And I hope to eventually, uh, you know, create a dialogue amongst the community, amongst people and um, work towards implementing more sustainable, I guess, approaches for um, limiting the amount of food that goes to waste. So um, and the, the great thing is, though, there are a lot of um, different apps, like there's one called Olio, which um, actually allows people to connect um, anyone with surplus food to connect and, you know, donate that food amongst the food insecure communities and charities and things like that. So there's a there's a lot of people who are on board here. But um, yeah, I, I guess basically, it's to highlight food waste, and, you know, hopefully promote change within our, our you know, what I believe to be a broken food system. Mm. You mentioned creating dialogue. And I think there's absolutely something to be said for big endeavors because they definitely do get people's attention and they definitely do create dialogue. I had the wonderful opportunity to interview Rob Greenfield, who I'm not sure if you know him, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I love Rob. Yeah. Yeah. He is a big advocate for big goals, big endeavors, and creating a lot of buzz around what he's doing. Just for any listeners who are interested in learning more about him and what he does. That was episode 55 of this podcast. But any movement needs people who are willing to push boundaries in order to get people excited and to get people aware. Right. But my average listener is a mom or dad who is seeking to get incrementally eco-friendly. So I'm wondering, for those people who are not going to dumpster dive, what can they do in their own kitchens to reduce food waste? So there's a couple of things. And a lot of this has just been as a you know trial and error for ourselves as well, because our whole journey on this food waste, um, I guess, mission, um, you know, we're, we're learning every day. So a lot of the stuff that we've started to implement in our own, you know, daily routines is, is you know, quite new and, and we're learning from other people. So, um, but a, we have a compost system here. Um, and essentially for, I guess, for anyone who's unfamiliar with what composting is, it's a way to make use of all of those organic scraps. So things like onion skins or like, you know, the stems on, you know, different vegetables or um, any of that stuff, uh, you know, grass clippings. And essentially you can create this giant pile of organic matter. And over time it naturally breaks down, decomposes and turns into nutrient rich soil, which you could then use for gardening type of thing. So um, we have a compost. It's your standard, I guess, sized um, outdoor trash can. I don't know exactly how large it is, but we've had that thing for a little over a year. Um, and it's still not even half full because as the matter breaks down, it, it compresses. Um, so we've got almost over a year's worth of uh, food scraps and we're, we're throwing out a lot in there, you know, because we're cooking pretty much all the time with all this, you know, d- uh, dumpster dive, rescued food. 
And so there's a lot of food scraps that are going in there. So you don't need to have a giant space sectioned off for a compost. You can do it in a small trash can and that, you know, could last you, um, you know, over a year. So um, you can definitely compost. Uh, also getting creative with your with the food that you're consuming. So uh, recently we made um, candied orange peels. Um, so looking at there's a lot of I, there's this kind of idea in place of like what is deemed edible and what is not edible, right? And so a lot of it is just getting creative with the food that you're eating. Um, you know, there's a lot of food that that you can eat that is edible that, you know, things, for example, like with chicken, I don't eat chicken, but traditionally here in the United States, it's the thighs, the breast and the wings that are, you know, considered edible. And the rest of it is the, is the, the giblets, the sorry, giblets, um, or however you pronounce it. And that's considered scrap, uh, gross, don't eat it kind of thing. When I was in the Philippines, they ate the entire chicken. Everything was, you know, actually the, um, uh, the brain of the chicken was considered a delicacy over there. And um, so they eat the, the bones, the marrow, the beak, everything, you name it, the feet, the chicken feet. So I think it's just a different mindset. So I think what I'm trying to say is getting a bit more creative with the food that you have. You know, you don't, there's a lot of food that that you may not be eating that that is edible. So I don't know, just maybe experimenting with different recipes. The other thing is you can grow your own food. Um, if you have access to, you know, a garden space, you don't even need a garden space. If you can get some potted herbs and stuff and, and grow those at home, they're pretty easy to grow. And, um, so you can definitely grow your own food. And also, uh, when it comes to surplus food or excess food, you could donate it. Um, a lot of these charities and shelters, uh, around here, um, we donate a huge amount of the food that we rescue is actually donated to these local charities and, and food shelters. Um, of course, with it being dumpster dive food, we have, you know, we take um, uh, many precautions when it comes to, you know, choosing what food is going to be donated, etc. But for those at home, if you know, if you have a bunch of uh, dry goods or things that would be safe for consumption, um, that you don't plan on eating, you could definitely donate that to, uh, to different food shelters, uh, you know, in your local area, because you know, that that food doesn't have to go to waste, someone else can can make use of it and feed off of it. So um, so yeah, at the moment, that's kind of, that's where we're at, uh, in terms of reducing our food waste. And I think that's a good starting point for a lot of people as well, if they want to, if they would like to start reducing the amount of food that they're wasting. Those are excellent suggestions. And I just want to add one of my own, which is to take expiration dates with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah. Use your own intuition. And if you have items in your refrigerator, let's say that are, definitely going to expire. I'm thinking cheese, milk, put them to the front of the fridge. Make sure they're always in sight. Don't hide that cheese in the back of a drawer somewhere so that it's literally at the forefront and uh, you can see it and therefore consume it before it does go bad. Where can listeners find you online? Um, so I'm on YouTube under it's cooking with trash. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. It's also cooking with trash. We do have an Instagram as well. It's Cooking with Trash Show, um, and I believe that is it. But you know, primarily we have uh, we also have a Patreon account, uh, Cooking with Trash, for anyone who is interested in uh, supporting the project. It's also under Cooking with Trash. But all of the info, it's all linked together. So if you go onto our YouTube page, you'll see the links for the other sites. If you go on our Facebook, you'll see the links to the other sites. And all of the pages, we're always uploading content, um, you know, on a pretty regular basis. So um, so yeah. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon. 
I will link to all of them in this week's show notes. Cameron, I just want to thank you so much for everything you're doing and thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. I so hope you enjoyed that interview with Cameron McLeish over at Cooking with Trash. I've linked to his YouTube channel and all his social media handles in this week's show notes at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 069, M-A-M-A minimalist.com forward slash 069. On next week's show, we are discussing minimalist kitchens and minimalist cooking. I will see you then. Take care.